Hello, everybody. I'm Ruta Lee, and I'm the guest on On Screen and Beyond, coming up now. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Get ready. It's time once again for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 548 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, Ruta Lee will be joining us. Now, Ruta was in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, Funny Face. She was also the very uh, one of the very first female game show co-hosts, and uh, she was uh, actually on High Rollers, co-hosting with Alex Trebek, and she's going to talk about that, and she's going to talk about some Hollywood uh, things, and a lot of people she's met over the years, and she also has a book out called Consider Your Ass Kissed, and we're going to talk about that too. It's Ruta Lee coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. Time now for a little housekeeping here. You can follow us on Twitter. And uh, you can just go and it's at on screen N, the letter N, beyond. So on screen N beyond. Or you can just type in on screen and beyond podcast. It'll get you there too. Also, uh, of course, if you're on Apple, on iTunes, or on uh, Apple Podcasts, just go ahead and. Uh, Write us a review. That would be great. That would help out. Or you could leave us a five-star review. Just click the button, and uh, that would be great. We would love that. And uh, you can also tell people, too. Tell your friends. Get the word out about On Screen and Beyond. If you're on Twitter, you can retweet us uh, when we put the things up and everything. Also, uh, as far as my uh, reloading the past episodes, we continue to do that. And I had a whole bunch come up this week. And I got half of season one up there because <laughs> we've been bouncing around getting, you know, different ones from different seasons up there. But half of season one is up there now. This week we got Art LaFleur, who was, of course, in The Sandlot and also The Santa Claus. And Edie McClurg, who was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Martin Cove from The Karate Kid before he was in Cobra Kai. And also uh, Oscar winner Sally Kirkland and John Biner and C. Thomas Howell from E.T. And Debbie Derryberry, who was Jimmy Neutron, the voice of Jimmy Neutron. And uh, just so many others that we've been popping up. But that's that. So we're going to keep getting more up there. And we have more guests coming your way. But right now, it's time for Remake Madness right here on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> Up and try again. Remake Madness. Well, we're ready for another retelling of Cinderella. In uh, It's in the works. And Kristen Wiig and Annie Momolo are uh, teaming up with Disney for a live-action film based on Cinderella's stepsisters. So a little bit different. And the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre is now has an official title. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's right. And it'll be rated R. And a Netflix remake of The 39 Steps will be a limited series, and it will star Benedict Cumberbatch. And that's it for Remake Madness, coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. 
Upcoming new movies, a horror movie set on Mars, that's what it is, that's what the season of Passage is. It will be directed by Mike Flanagan, who led Dr. Sleep and Gerald's Game, and Hugh Jackman and Laura Dern will star in The Sun. It's the next film from director Florian Zeller, and Carrie Mulligan of Promising Young Woman will join Adam Sandler in the Netflix movie Spaceman. We've told you about that one before, but uh, that's an addition to the cast. That's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. Sequel City, Mads Michelson will join the cast of Indiana Jones 5. Indy 5 currently will arrive on July 29th, 2022. And the co-writer of Doom, Eric Roth, says the film is spectacular. And he is already talking sequels. And a lawsuit may delay the release of Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway. And we'll keep you updated on what happens there. And that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on Oscar and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD? TV on DVD, well, on May 12th, you can get Man with a Camera, the complete series. As it comes to DVD, it stars Charles Bronson in a two-disc set. June 15th, Your Honor with Brian Cranston will be hitting DVD. And also on June 15th, The Walking Dead World Beyond Season 1 will arrive on Blu-ray and DVD. And that is it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, let's find out what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, Clint Eastwood stars in The Line of Fire, and that's coming to a fully remastered 4K Ultra HD on June 15th. And a Cinderella story, Starstruck, starring Bailey Madison, arrives on DVD on July 13th, and the earlier digital release will be on June 29th. And The Lovebirds comes to DVD on June 1st. That's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time. Well, Castlevania Season 4 on Netflix will be its last. It will premiere on May 13th. NCIS has been renewed for Season 19. Wow, it's been around a long time. And Shining Veil will be a horror comedy on stars, and it will star Courtney Cox, Greg Kinnear, and Mira Sorvino. And that is it for TV and Entertainment Time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we have the honor of having Ruta Lee with us here at On Screen and Beyond. She has got some stories to tell, and she has a book out, a new book called Consider Your Ass Kissed. Ruta Lee is next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, we have the honor of having as our guest an actress who has starred in films besides some of Hollywood's biggest leading men, including Frank Sinatra, Clint Eastwood, Burt Reynolds, and Fred Astaire. She has had over 2,000 starring and guest starring roles on TV on shows such as Perry Mason, Gunsmoke, Hogan's Heroes, 77 Sunset Strip, 
First and Ten, Coming of Age, and The Bonnie Hunt Show. Her film credits include Seven Brides for Seven Brothers and Funny Face. She was one of the first female game show hosts alongside Alex Trebek's on High Rollers. And her stage work includes The Unsinkable Molly Brown and Goodbye Charlie. And she has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. She has a new memoir out called Consider Your Ass Kissed. And that you don't want to miss. She is Ruta Lee. Ruta, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Brian, I'm so happy to be with you and your listeners, and uh, we'll tell stories as we go along. And I'm I'm happy now to finally add author to my list of credits. I'm I'm an actress and a singer and a dancer and a salesperson and a landlady, <laughs> but now I'm also an author. And let me tell you, that is one difficult job. I really admire anybody that can sit down and write a story or their memoirs or anything. I, I find it very difficult. Yeah, well, what made you decide to you know, write your memoir? Well, I had a, a very good uh, public relations friend in Texas, Barry Rogers, who said, you know, and he wasn't the only one. I've heard this all of my life. You have such fun stories to tell, such interesting people in the stories, such adventures that you've had. Why don't you write them in a book? And I kept thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it took me 10 years to get around to finally doing it. And I thought, I better do this before I die. So uh, I've done it. And now that I've done it once, I'm thinking, ooh, I forgot to mention this, or I should have talked about that, or, oh my God, that was a good story. That'll be the next book. Mm-hmm. It's funny, when, when I speak to people with, uh, who have memoirs out, they'll say that, that things brought back other memories, and they really do have enough for another book. Easily. Well, you know, I had an adventure that some of your listeners might remember, where I literally uh, changed my life and my mother's and my, my grandmother's, I made a call to Khrushchev and got him and his shoe-banging attitude to give me permission to go to the Soviet Union, to Lithuania, where nobody went unless you were a high party member, and see and and, uh, bring my grandmother home to the United States six months later. And uh, that is in itself, that adventure in itself is worthy of a book because when you stop and think that all of my family spent god knows how many years 12 15 years in siberia why who the hell knows i mean they were not educated uh you know the elite people of lithuania they were little poor farmers that uh, had an outhouse and gee they were rich because they had a cow you know it was that kind of thing and yet they got deported to siberia i presume it was when the soviets were trying to repatriate all those countries like uh, lithuania latvia estonia poland uh, uh with with chinese or russian types and they sent everybody off so anyway it's a wonderful story and it's worth retelling uh you know many years later so that another another generation or two of people can know a little bit about how rotten communism is mm-hmm. yeah it's, now that, that i mean here we are we're already into some fascinating stories <laughs> but i gotta ask you 
because uh, I ask everybody who does a book, why did you come up with this title? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, George Pinocchio, who is the red carpet man for ABC Television, he does all the the, the premieres and the uh, the big events, the uh, you know the award shows and all of that, and he's a very very good friend. And it's an expression that I have used forever because, as you know, I am in the fundraising business. I, I have Debbie Reynolds and I headed up an organization called the Thalians, which is basically Hollywood for mental health. And so many people were good to me and my charity, giving me whether it was $5,000 or $50,000 or $5. It didn't matter. And I very, very gratefully would say, please consider your darling ass kiss. <laughs> and George said to me, you know, if you ever write a book, Roots, I want you to use that for a title. It's an absolute must. Well, it certainly has caused attention. Let's put it that way, if nothing else. But I mean it deeply from the bottom of my heart. I'm so grateful to so many people that helped me in my life, whether it was in my career, whether it was in my personal life, whether it was getting grandmother out of the Soviet Union, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want those people to consider their ass kissed. <laughs> well, it, it certainly will attract attention. There's no question there. <laughs> well, you know, Brian, I always said for anybody that gets kind of a little iffy or stuffy or blue-nosed about it, I say, if Jesus could ride into Jerusalem on his ass, I can kiss it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so... um yeah, I mean, you've done so much over the years, and um, one of the things that uh, I noticed is that, uh, of course, I remember seeing you on it all the time, was uh, High Rollers. You were one of the hosts of that show, that game show. I was with my very, very dear buddy in life, Alex Trebek. When we met and were introduced to each other on that show, we sort of got joined on the, at the hip. And uh, I, I just adored him. We loved working together, and he lived always very close to where I lived, one way, all three houses that he had. And he and his wives, I have to say, because his first wife is still my best friend. I had dinner with her two days ago. And his, his later wife, Jean, is also still living down the street from me and, and is a very, very beautiful and dear friend and um, so it was a, a pleasure and you know I love the game shows Brian whether I was a hostess or whether I was a participant in one of the game shows I guessed it on them a lot I love them because the game shows and the talk shows introduced Ruta Lee mm -hmm. to the American audience who were kind enough to invite us into their bedroom or their kitchen or their bed, den or dining room or whatever to spend time with them. And it, it's a lovely way for people to get to know the real person rather than just the personality. And I feel like game shows and talk shows allowed that to happen. And it was so nice because, Brian, I feel very honestly that those of us who are on the shows like this and people get to know don't make 
fans. We make friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that became so obvious to me when I was out on the road in plays, you know, wherever, anywhere in the country that I might be playing. People would come backstage and they'd say, Hey, Rudely, it wasn't hello, Miss Lee. Thank you for the autograph. It was, Hey, Rudely, thanks for signing. You want to come to dinner Sunday? We're going to have some people over. <laughs> and, you know, if, if that isn't the greatest compliment that can be paid, I don't know what is. Yeah. I'm, I'm so grateful for it. Well, you, you always looked, uh, especially like on Hollywood Squares, it, you, you weren't there doing a job, it's, or at least it seemed that way. It looked like you were just having fun with friends. Oh, Lord, yes. In fact, we just did a redo of Hollywood Squares with new, younger producers. Uh, and uh, I'm hoping that it's going to take place. We did it as a, a fundraising event for the Hollywood Museum, which has been so good to so many charities and uh, features Hollywoodiana at its best. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've And been there uh, so I'm, I'm happy that we did it, and I'm hoping that it's going to turn up on the air again because I think it's time. I think game shows are kind of missed, and they're, the, the new game shows are so terribly violent and crazy yeah. that yeah. they don't take a great deal of uh, intelligence or, above all, humor, which uh, I think is wonderfully needed, especially nowadays. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like I said, it, you just seem to be having fun, and, and we, watching the show, had fun watching Good. I'm happy to hear that, and I'm hoping to redo some of them again. Yeah, yeah that would be fun. Yeah, jeez. And this. So, what made you decide to get into uh, the business of show business? Oh, honey, I didn't decide it. I was born coming out of my mother's womb. <laughs> with the intention of being, you know, something different. Uh, My mom says that as a child I was a very precocious little thing, and I loved everybody, and I would hug and kiss anything that crossed my path. And I'd I'd climb stairs and ring doorbells if I could reach them to say hello to whoever would answer the door. And I guess I've always been that way. And my kindergarten teacher... I will never forget her, and she's the one that actually changed my life or built my life for me because she would notice that I was a little bit different than the kids in her class. And she said to my mother, Mary, give your daughter music lessons, dance lessons, singing lessons, whatever kind of lessons you can because she's a real theatrical baby. And and I don't think you'll regret it. Huh. And my father used to say to my mother, of course, I always hated practice. To this day, I don't like to practice anything. I just want to do it. And he would say, for why are you wasting money? She don't do them thing. Don't worry, but don't waste money. My mother and father, of course, were born, raised, married in, in Lithuania, and then wanted to come into the U.S. But the quotas were close, so he went into Canada worked for a year, and then brought my mother over. And I was born there in Montreal. And isn't that interesting that both Alex and I, best buddies, uh, are Canadian-born. He was born in Ontario. I was born in, in Quebec. But anyway, my mom used to say, I'm going to give her whatever lessons I can afford to give her, 
And if she uses it, fine. If she doesn't, my heart won't hurt that I didn't at least give her the, the impetus to do something. And boy, oh boy, she was right. And as far as my mother was concerned, I was Lithuania's answer to Shirley Temple. <laughs> and um, so she got us to Hollywood. Thank God both my parents wanted to get out of the cold, cold climate of, of Montreal, Canada. And Florida, of course, was a heck of a lot closer. But my mother only knew that movies were made in Hollywood. Uh, and so we came to Hollywood. And, oh, boy, what a life I've had. I have been so blessed. And wasn't I blessed to have parents uh, that were willing to do anything they could to make a better life, not only for themselves, but certainly for their one and only child. And I've had a great life. That doesn't mean I haven't had terrible disappointments in my life, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. but I've had a great life, and I've always had great parents supporting me and wonderful friends that I've built yeah. by visiting in their houses thanks to television yeah. and movies. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, a lot of the actors I talk with um, will say that they were, you know, they're shy. And it, it doesn't sound like you. You were. You, you Never. were <laughs> right out there. <laughs> Never, ever, ever shy. And, and I don't think a shy girl would have picked up the phone to call Khrushchev. No, that's for sure. <laughs> In fact, even a shy girl might do it if she had as much wine as I had had that night. <laughs> because my grandmother, I thought, was either dead or dying in oh, Lithuania, had, had just returned from Siberia. And now I, I was going to lose the one grandparent I had, or maybe I'd lost her, because it took forever for letters to get here. And and uh, so the more wine my friends poured that evening, the more obvious it became that I should do something outrageous. And I did, and it worked. How, how and, in the world were you even able to, to contact him? Well, I guess because not that many people in the United States were attempting to contact by phone <laughs> anybody in the Soviet Union. And my dear Brian, in those days, you're probably too young to remember this, but... There were person-to-person -person calls. Mm -hmm. yeah. You paid uh, probably twice as much as you did for a regular phone call, but you didn't pay unless you got your party. Uh -huh. So I had, you know, nerve enough to tell the operator, get me Nikita Khrushchev, the Kremlin, <laughs> Moscow, you know, the, the USSR, and the silly bitch said, how do you spell Khrushchev? Oh, jeez. Jeez. <laughs> And you with the wine, you couldn't, you couldn't spell it, right? <laughs> of course not. Who knew where the huh and the shish and the boo you know, were? But anyway, there were many, many calls back and forth and back and forth and back and forth between the Russian operators and the American operators. And finally, you know, it was not, 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 not possible, not, not, can't speak. And finally, their operator came back and said, Mr. Khrushchev, no speak it English. You speak with interpreter what, what for Khrushchev. And I remembered that he had that very attractive, Shodorov, I believe his name was, that traveled with him when he was banging his shoe on the, mm -hmm. on the uh, table yeah. and saying rude things about Americans. My father, who was fluent in Russian, would laugh at the translation that had been made palatable for our Victorian years. <laughs> 
And he said, Khrushchev didn't say that. So anyway, I spoke with him, and he said, Oh, we're so glad to speak to you. We see your movies here. We we know all about you. What can I do for you? And I said, I want to come. Not only do I want to come to Lithuania, where nobody was allowed, but I want to take my mother and father. And you see, the State Department had told me, don't take your mother and father. They could be held back. They could be detained there as primary citizens of the Soviet because they were born there. I wasn't. But I thought God's not going to be that cruel. And so I said, I I want to come. And he said, well, you must speak to your congressman about that. <laughs> At which point I said, what in hell does my congressman have to do with my traveling in your country? This isn't a matter of politics. This is a matter of the heart. Come on, help me. Well, he said, present yourself again in 30 minutes to the embassy in Washington, and I had already spoken to everybody from the dishwasher to the window washer there, with nyet, 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 nyet all the time. And I thought, oh, hell, I'm getting sloughed off again. But I presented myself again, and the hotlines must have been flashing between Moscow and Washington, because this time when I called the embassy, I was immediately connected to the first secretary. That's an important position, and the first secretary happens to be Lithuanian, which of course mm. is my nationality. Yeah. So, uh, long story short, within 48 hours I was on a plane, on a Pan-American flight, God bless them, uh, with my mother and father heading to Moscow and then back to Lithuania for the first time for my parents in 35 years. You can imagine how what kind of a reunion that was. Yeah, geez. I mean, they they probably said, "Hey, if this woman's got the nerve to call us and all do all this, we're not going to mess with her." <laughs> well, you know, I got very lucky because I uh, told the story to the, then the AP wire uh, principal, the the head uh, Hollywood correspondent for the AP wire services, uh, and Jimmy Bacon was his name. And this was like a half an hour before I left. And he hit, put the story out on the wires, and it hit worldwide. Now, I didn't know it because I was on a flight going, and I didn't see papers in Moscow when we hit. You know, it'd be Russian anyway. And, and the story hit worldwide that this young Hollywood starlet was on a mission to save her grandmother who had been in Siberia and blah, blah, blah. Well, of course, what did the Soviets have to do but be nice to me mm-hmm. with the world watching? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. So I really got very, very lucky. And, and the whole point is that it all came that I had the bravura enough uh, to be frustrated and want to get my grandmother in spite of the fact that I had been trying for some 12 years to get her out of first Siberia and then Lithuania. Wow. There's, there's so many things that we could talk about, and I know we're oh, limited yes, on there time. Are, but that, no, no, no. We're not going to talk about them. You're going to read about them, yes. darling. You're going to read about them in Consider Your Ass Kissed. Yes, definitely. Um, but I wanted to throw in a couple of more things, if we could, before it's time sure. to up. But um, with so many movies that you've done, TV shows and everything, uh, was there any particular TV show or movie that, that you were just so happy that you got? 
Well, yes, of course, the movie would be the first one I ever did, and that one is, of course, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how happy I was to be. That, by the way, is one of the two movies I was in that are considered in the top hundred ever made. Oh, yeah. Seven Brides and Witness for the Prosecution. And then because of Witness for the Prosecution, I got to be the leading lady to Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin and Sammy Davis and Peter Lawford and Joey Bishop and the Crosby Boys, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So that was great fun. Uh, Television, there were just so many things I loved doing, but one of my favorite roles was playing this, oh, this nasty little bitch. And they're always more fun to play than the good girls, you know that, mm-hmm. uh, on um, A Twilight Zone. Yes. And yes. I just love that. It was called A, a Short Drink from a Certain Fountain, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and it had such a weird, wonderful ending. And, oh, it was fun to play her. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What about people that you worked with? Who just, you know, I mean, you know, first, I'm sure when you first started out, you had to be in awe of anybody you worked with who you had seen on the screen. But but over the years, was there anybody that, uh, you know, just blew you away that you were working with this person? Oh, sure. Um, Bing Crosby. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, in a movie that I got totally cut out of. I write about that in the book. And, um, and of course, there there is nobody quite as mesmerizing as Frank Sinatra. Uh, I, I hope everybody had a chance to at least see him, if not live, but at least in concert, you know, even on film, because he, he was just phenomenal. Uh, I, I loved working with Charles Lawton and Tyrone Power. Wow. Oh, my Lord, they were, you know, huge, marvelous stars, and not just stars, but good actors. So, so that was lovely. I, I loved uh, working with the guys on Bonanza. I loved working with um, uh, uh, Clint Eastwood. Um, gosh, there were just so many people. I think I loved working with almost everybody. There, there have been very, very few people in that that I had the privilege of working with or near that didn't leave a good taste in my mouth. You know, everybody did. One or two, kind of. And and you know what? The one or two, uh, after working together once or maybe twice, disappeared and never, never were seen again. And so I sort of feel like, karma, karma. <laughs> yeah. Now, I wanted to mention, you auditioned to play Ginger on Gilligan's Island? Yes, but my boobs weren't big enough. <laughs> Let's face it. I mean, they tested everybody, and his and 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 I was going to say his brother and his sister for that role. Um, and uh, I can understand why she got it. She was perfectly beautiful and divine. And I've always been cute, but never beautiful. And uh, I still see her occasionally if if I'm in New York. Uh, we've never been great friends, but but we certainly were friends. Don Wells and I were good friends. Yes, yes. And I I'm sorry Don. we just lost her recently. Yeah, yeah. I, I had the opportunity to to actually meet Don several times, uh, and uh, it, it's just a shame that she passed away. Yeah, darling girl, yes. darling, darling girl. Yeah, yeah. But, well, R- Ruta, I take it that everything we've talked about 
and so much more is in Consider Your Ass Kissed. Uh-huh. And I, I do want anybody that will go out and, and to their, of course, I, I push the, the local bookstore because I want everybody to stay in business. But if not, uh, it'll be available on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I sure hope that, and it won't be expensive, I promise. And, and I'm hoping that everybody will pick up a copy. And, and perhaps I will be out somewhere where I can sign it or you can make arrangements to uh, get a hold of my people and I'll, I'll sign them and send them back. But I just love the idea of sharing some of my stories with my good friends across the nation that have been a part of my life. And I thank you so much, dear people, for being there, for coming to see me in a show, for turning on television, for viewing me through your toes on the late night shows, on the Tonight Show or something else. And I just thank you so much for being a part of my life. And I'm happy so happy that you've welcomed me into your life. Thank you. And Ruta, I want to finish up with one final question. This takes us away from your book, which everybody should be getting. <laughs> Consider your ass <laughs> kissed. So. <laughs> and uh, your career, which is, is, is so amazing, and we can learn about it in the book. But um, when you sit back and relax, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past? And what are your favorite movies now and of the past? Oh boy, my my favorite show that I make a point of watching if I can is uh Law and Order. I watch I never watched the show when it was on because I was either traveling or on the road or whatever the case may be or doing a show. So I didn't get to see them all. So now I watch like crazy. I love Law and Order. And there's plenty of and, them. <laughs> and I'm also crazy about all the forensic shows. Yeah. Oh, honey, I know how to do the perfect murder now. (laughs) (laughs) Love those. And when it comes to movies, wow, I love them all. But I will watch Shawshank Redemption every time it plays. A good movie, yes. I will watch, and very few people know this movie, The Red Shoes. It was one of the very first movies about ballet with the Red Shoes Ballet that is extraordinarily done. Hmm. And I think if you stop and think about it when you see this, that it was the movie that probably gave MGM the guts to let Gene Kelly do the big American in Paris ballet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that was so wonderful. Yep. Um, let's see. I, I mean, I, I love the big epics. I love Lawrence of Arabia. And of course... I love Zhivago, uh, because that's very, very close to what happened to all of my family and my grandparents, mm-hmm. and so it really strikes a chord with me. Yeah. Well, Ruta, I, it has been an honor to have you here on my show, and I thank you so much for, for joining us, and like I said, everybody should be going out and getting Consider Your Ass Kissed, your memoir, and I thank you so much for joining us. I thank you, and I thank your audience, and God bless you, and God bless America. The amazing Ruta Lee. I want to thank her so much for taking the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. She is just a one fantastic woman, and she's just so funny and just uh, just so many great stories. So be sure to check out her book, Consider Your Ass Kissed, and uh, uh, it's just just so many things she's got in there, so uh, you, you can't miss this one. If you want to find out all those things, you just got to pick it up. 
Well, that's about it for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. Like I said, we're still putting up more past episodes of On Screen and Beyond, and we'll keep those rolling out at you. If you want to help us out a little bit, you know, let people know about On Screen and Beyond, tell a friend and say, hey, look, look back at all of these people that they have interviewed, and be sure to listen to those. And follow us on Twitter if you're on there, and uh, also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. But uh, that's it. That's a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.